Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. Greetings. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. The website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Uh, by the way, if you sent something to me through the post office box in the last month or so, I finally got to the post office box uh, yesterday, and there were several letters and uh, things from from many of you. And So if you've sent it, and especially if you mailed a check or something like that, I've re I have received it. I just got it all yesterday. So thank you so much for your cards and your letters and your generosity. Uh, as usual, it far exceeds what I could possibly deserve for doing this this work. And so I just wanted to take a minute and, and say thank you and to let you know that, yes, I have went to the post office box I only get there every couple of weeks, but then the last couple of weeks, things have been kind of crazy, so it's been about a month, And uh, but anyway, I have, I have gotten those, so thank you so much. Today, it is Monday, January 3rd, 2022, as bizarre as that is to say, and uh, we're ready to start our week. Uh, like usual, with some wisdom and some encouragement, but really today we're kind of starting the year the, with some wisdom and some encouragement. And I read that passage from Isaiah just to remind us that we need to wait upon the Lord and that He will renew our strength. You know, that passage, they mount up with wings as eagles. We see that same imagery in the book of Revelation where Satan is on the rampage, but God, but the you know the saints are carried away under the wings of a great eagle. It's this this picture of protection, supernatural protection, really, because if you think about it, it, it you know you can't attack something that has flown away, right? But they wait upon the Lord, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with the wings as eagles. They shall not run. They shall not be weary. They shall not walk, and not faint. In spite of how crazy things have been the last couple of years, uh, we wait upon the Lord with expectations of good things uh, because He is our loving Father and we need not live in fear in spite of how wild things have been over the last couple of years. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, He, in he increases strength. We're going to be looking at Psalm 17, not too long this morning, uh, 15 verses. And then we'll look at Proverbs, uh, we're ready for 14, chapter 14, which again is a continuation 
of the contrast of good versus evil, wickedness versus righteousness. And so that is what is on the agenda for this morning. So without further rambling, and without further delay, uh, let's dig right in. And I just pray that you would be blessed this morning. Psalm 17, Psalm of David, Prayer of David, verse 1. Hear the right, O Lord. Attend unto my cry, give ear unto my prayer, that goeth not out of feigned lips. Let my sentence come forth from thy presence. Let thy eyes behold the things that are equal. Thou hast proved my heart. Thou hast visited me in the night. Thou hast tried me and shall find nothing. I am purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. Concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips, I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. By the way, that's a interesting verse there. Concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips, I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. You know, I'm convinced that God's word, if you really want to continue to renew your mind day by day, Renew your spirit day by day. You have to go to God's word on a regular basis. This is what keeps you from sin. This is what keeps you from the paths of the enemy, the paths of the destroyer, as David says right here. It's when we get away from God's word, we get away from the disciplines of prayer and these things that we get lured away by the trinkets of this world, by by ungodliness, by all these things. You know, one of the, I wrote that book, uh, Faith and Obedience, right? Because I feel like it's almost like lost on Christians today, This the, the practicing of righteousness, the practicing of, and in, in, in many cases we make it kind of like a dirty word, oh, you're religious. Yeah, I am religious. I'm zealous. And I'm happy to be so. There's no, sh- I have no shame about telling you this that I'm that I'm a am ze- zealous for God's word, and I'm act- I'm very religious, you know. But people act, oh, that's a bad word. These disciplines, they matter. We practice them for a reason. David says, concerning the works of men, by the words of thy lips, who's thy? He's talking about God. By the words of thy lips. I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. John Wesley says, observing the works... Actually, I'm sorry. Let me fix this here. It wasn't John Wesley I was looking for. Yeah, it was. Here's what he says. John Wesley says, concerning observing the works of the men of this age... How wicked they are. I was resolved to take more care in ordering my own actions by the help of thy blessed word. He says, John Wesley says, the paths here that are being mentioned in this passage, they're referring to the customs and practices. So he's saying, 
that because of what we see around us, because of the wickedness around us, how evil men have become, we should be more resolved. We should be paying more attention to take care of our own actions. And we do that by the help of the blessed word and by those paths, customs, and practices which keep us from the destroyer. Of course, we make note that David, at this point in time, as he's writing these prayers, is running from a violent man known as King Saul and his soldiers and all of that. But of course, we believe there's a spiritual aspect to this word destroyer as well. Okay, let's continue on. Verse 5. Hold up my goings in thy paths, that my footsteps slip not. I have called upon thee, for thou will hear me, O God. Incline thy ear unto me, and hear my speech. Show thy marvelous loving kindness, O thou that savest by the right hand them which put their trust in thee, from those that rise up against them. Keep me as the apple of the eye, Hide me under the shadow of thy wings from the wicked that oppress me, from my deadly enemies who can pass me about. They are enclosed in their own fat. With their mouth they speak proudly. They have now compassed us in our steps. They have set their eye bowing down to the earth like as a lion that is greedy of his prey. And as it were a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O Lord. Disappoint him. Cast him down. Deliver my soul from the wicked which is thy sword. From men which are thy hand, O Lord. From men of the world which have their portion in this life. In whose belly thou fillest with thy hid treasure. They are full of children and leave the rest of their substance to their babes. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. And that is Psalm 17. Arise, O Lord. Disappoint him, cast him down, deliver my soul from the wicked. Also, in, uh, verse 14 here says, From men, he's saying, deliver me from, from men which are thy hand, O Lord, from the men of the world which have their portion in this life. Sometimes we, we think, how, why do they continue to get away with this and that and it seems like they're, they they possess everything, and all they do is wickedness, and it's like... But you see, their portion is in this life. That's all they have. Your portion is in eternity. That's not to say you won't be blessed beyond measure in this life. It's to say that your hope and everything, your best time is not... Here, or I should say, not at this moment. You have eternity that you will be with God because you have trusted in His Son. 
the wicked. This is all they got. This is all they got. It ends for them. Moving forward. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 14. The contrast of goodness and evil continued. King James Bible. Verse 1. Let's begin. Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. He that walketh in uprightness feareth the Lord, but he that is perverse in his ways despises him. In the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Where no oxen are, the crib is clean, but much increases by the strength of the ox. A faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness utter lies. A scorner seeketh wisdom, and findeth it not, but knowledge is easy unto him that understandeth. Go from the presence of a foolish man, when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. Please note, we talked a few weeks ago about how the Proverbs are talking about you be, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. And this verse here, it's saying, when you realize that there's no wisdom in someone, like they're foolish, depart from them. Don't, don't be spending your time with foolish people. A scorner seeketh wisdom and findeth it not, but knowledge is easy to him that understandeth. Go from the presence of a foolish man when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. Verse 8, The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of a fool is deceit. Fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favor. The heart knoweth his own bitterness, and a stranger doth not intermingle with his joy. The house of the wicked shall be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the way of death. Even in laughter the heart is sorrowful, and the end of that mirth is heaviness. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. And a good man shall be satisfied from himself. The simple believeth every word, but a prudent man looketh well into his going. Man, there's a verse for today. It seems like a very short and simple verse, but that is loaded with truth. Let me read that again and try to think about how people... Well, let me just read it again and then I'll speak here. The simple believeth every word. But the prudent man looketh well into his going. The scriptures say to answer a matter before you've researched it makes you a fool. It's kind of like, hey, I said, if I tell you something, hey, did you have you heard about this? This is true. I've researched it. And you say, that's stupid. That's so moronic. I'm not even going to consider that. Well, the Bible says that you're foolish because you've answered about a matter without even looking into it yourself. That's how fools are. 
Likewise, people, they get their information, they turn on the TV, the which is meant for programming, programming you, and they listen to the talking heads, and then they get a point of view, and then they go and they search out as many more morons as they can find to affirm the talking head, and that becomes the reality and their truth. You see, the simple, they turn on the TV, and they believe every word. Oh, listen to what they're saying about this. But the prudent, a wise person, he looketh well into his going. So, the simple, they hear the lies, they disbelieve it. The prudent, they go and they go, is that true? And they research it, and they dig it out. Let's continue on. Verse 16, a wise man feareth and departeth from evil, but a fool rageous and confident. He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly, and a man of wicked devices is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. By the way, let's take a minute to understand what the King James Bible means when it says the simple. It's the Hebrew word pethai or petai. Pethai or petai. And it, it means simplicity or naivete. So you could say the naive inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. And of course, the prudent is the word arum, which means shrewd, crafty, sly, or sensible. Okay, so you have the naivete. They inherit folly, trouble. They believe every word. They're easily deceived. And then you have the prudent. They're a lot more shrewd and sensible. And they are, of course, crowned with knowledge. Verse 19, the evil bow before the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor is hated even of his own neighbor, but the rich hath many friends. He that despises his neighbor sinneth, but he that hath mercy on the poor, happy is he. Do they not err that, that devise evil? But mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. It's kind of, the, the scriptures are kind of pointing out, it's a, it's a reap what you sow type of thing. You reap mercy, I mean, you, you sow mercy, you're going to reap mercy. In all labor, verse 23, there is profit, but the talk of the lips tendeth only to punery. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolish of fools is folly. A true witness delivereth souls, but a deceitful witness speaketh lies. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children shall have a place of refuge. Let's read that again. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children, meaning the Lord's, shall have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. 
to depart from the snares of death. In the multitude of people is the king's honor, but in the want of people is the destruction of the prince. He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of his bones. He that oppresses the poor reproacheth his maker, but he that honoreth him hath mercy on the poor. The wicked is driven away in his wickedness, but the righteous hath hope in his death. Remember how we were just talking about in Psalms how the how the wicked they their life is now in this world. Listen let's listen to this again. Verse thirty two. The wicked is driven away in his wickedness, but the righteous hath hope in his death. Wisdom resteth in the heart of him that hath understanding, but that which is in the midst of fools is made known. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him that causes shame. That, my friends, is the end of our Psalms and Proverbs for this morning. I pray that you've been blessed, that your hearts have been pierced, that you've been encouraged and strengthened by the Word of God. You know, some mornings I get behind the microphone and I just feel like it's all flowing and the mind is firing and this spirit is speaking to me as I read. And then I have days where it's just, um, I feel like I'm just mumbling through it. And this morning was one of those days where I just felt like I was mumbling through it. But what I do know is that the Word of God, even with someone like myself delivering it, still has power in spite of the person. Uh, you know, Jonah, he shows up in Nineveh, gives the worst sermon ever heard, and the nation falls on its face before God and fast and throws ashes on its head and the word of God needs it's not dependent on the human being it doesn't return void it has power and it doesn't matter who it's spoken by because it's not the person it's the word it's by the power of God that these things happen not by the power of men and so I take great great confidence in knowing that even if I'm not at my A game, God's word is always on point. Thank you for listening this morning. Thank you for the cards and the things that you sent. Thank you for your support. I pray you'll all be blessed. Peace and grace be with you all. And until next time, God bless.